Hello and welcome to Talk Richmond. This is episode seven. I'm Jim Millard. I'm your host. And this week we'll be discussing young people's mental health and the impact of the current coronavirus crisis on that. I'm joined, very glad to say, by Lydia, the vice chair of Kingston and Richmond Youth Council. She's a student at Orleans Park School. And Deborah, manager at Off the Record Twickenham, a wonderful charity we're very lucky to have in our borough, providing drop-in counselling, information and sexual health services for young people in the borough. Welcome, Lydia, and welcome, Deborah. Hello. Thank you very much for coming in and joining us. The idea of this episode is just to have an honest chat with you both about how young people might be feeling right now and how they can get support from charities like Off the Record. Hopefully, this episode equips young people, parents, and carers with information on how to better support mental health and where to seek out help when needed. Deborah, could you tell us a bit about yourself and, and tell us about Off the Record? Um, well,. I've been at Off the Record for, I think, 24 years now. <laughs> um, I was a counsellor initially, worked um, as a counsellor about seven plus years. And we've really, since the start, always um, provided the same service. We, we've always provided counselling for young people, 11 to 24 year olds. Um, and we, we, we don't have, the walk-in service isn't open at the moment because the counselling is all online. But we, we do run a, a walk-in service, which will reopen someday as soon as possible. And we do a sexual health service on a Monday afternoon for young people which the sexual health service is still running a lot of the young people across the borough use our services I think we worked out once that you know one in three of everybody who's um, grown up in the borough has at some point come to off the record for some reason we we see a lot of young people I think the the main age group we see here is the 14 to 16 year olds um, who are often reluctant to sort of use other services and and they like coming to off the record because it's it's um, out of school hours, it's discreet, it's confidential, it's free and um, it, it's easy to access. The, the young people can get in contact with us themselves, uh, although often it's parents, but equally often it's the young person who gets in touch. And um, a lot of GPs, I mean, all, all the GP services across the borough refer to us, so we're, we're very well known. Lydia, please introduce yourself and could you tell us a bit more about the Youth Council? Hi everyone. So as Jim said, my name is Lydia Roebuck and I'm the Vice Chair of the Kingston and Richmond Youth Council. And essentially, the Kingston and Richmond Youth Council is a group of democratically elected young people who uh, meet every Monday and discuss things and talk about how we can improve the borough or both boroughs for young people. Could you share with us what were your thoughts and feelings when lockdown was first announced? Well, when lockdown was first announced, I was pretty apprehensive, to be honest. And I'm pretty sure a lot of my friends were too. It was this new thing, coronavirus. There wasn't a lot out there about what it was, what it could do, how it was transmitted. And I was definitely nervous about being at home for the whole time, being excluded, not being not being able to see my friends. And also just being thrown into online school was really... Um, unsettling because it was a whole new way of life that I had to adapt to. And what was it like having to stop seeing friends? I I struggled with it quite a bit. I must say I was I was quite lonely because I don't think you fully appreciate how much time you spend with your friends and what you talk about when you're at school. But when I was at home, I do have two siblings, but it's just not the same as being able to have a nice chat with your friends. And yeah, you can FaceTime them etc but I miss having like a hug from them and saying hi to them and high-fiving them and whatnot so it definitely was really difficult I think for me on the positive side I was able to to really understand like how important self-care was for me 
and I was able to relax a lot more, which is something I'd struggled with in the past. And I was just able to really reflect on my mental health. And also, although being with your friends at school is good, it can sometimes be a really hard environment to be in because there's a lot of judgment. Young people are often not that nice to each other. So it was nice to give myself a break and really appreciate the time that I had at home to relax. Yeah, yeah. And Deborah, what were your concerns for young people's mental health when when schools closed and we were advised to stay inside? Well, I suppose, really, you know, Lydia's put it very well, all of those things, really. Um, I mean, just the fact that we know, uh, you know, all the young people we see are so in crisis and so so in need of the services we provide and, and, and desperate to come. And to um, suddenly not be able to provide them was really um, very challenging for all of us. And when we actually went into lockdown, the, the amount of work that kind of went in, the time that went into moving over to an online service that we had to rewrite an entire sort of online policy for you know working remotely and look at all the risk assessments and all that kind of thing and and you know it was a huge huge piece of work did you see referrals rise I think for, for those young people who who had a lot of struggles with say social anxiety or academic pressures and stuff like that for them it was a relief and they you know so we got the feedback from that they could just sort of sit at home and relax and and not have to worry about those things and then of course there were other young people who if the issues were family issues and not getting on at home and difficulties with their parents and and all that kind of thing you know the uh, clearly the pressure on them increased hugely because there they were stuck at home with their family you know not having any escape from it and i think some of those ones were sort of particularly hard hit because they weren't necessarily able to access online counselling either because they had no privacy. It's a very vulnerable conversation. And they, they couldn't, even if they sometimes had a bedroom but couldn't trust that parents and siblings wouldn't burst in, they simply weren't able to take that space and, and have, have regular counselling. I think it's interesting that the numbers for something like Childline rocketed, but for off the record, at least for the sort of the first few months of a lockdown, it was relatively quiet. It's only just beginning to get really busy now. Okay, so have you managed to open your doors again to young people? Um, a few of our counsellors have come back and the rest are still working online. We're, hope we're managing to see some of the people who have been waiting on the waiting list for a very long time, wanting face-to-face counselling. But there's quite a lot. I think pe- people are also beginning to be more willing to try online counselling as time goes by because they're getting more used to it as a medium generally anyway, you know, uh, talking to their friends and family and so on. Well said, yes. And Lydia, just to come back to you, you're obviously back at school now uh, and the situation is ever-changing. Stricter measures on socialising are currently being introduced and who knows, by the time people are listening to this, there may be more. We just don't know. But all these sort of changes are obviously anxiety-inducing again for all of us. But I wondered how, how is this making you and your friends feel? I think for a lot of my friends it is causing, and for myself, causing a bit of anxiety because we're sort of forever thinking there's going to be a second lockdown and that's going to impact our exams and how well we do in school. And that's definitely a concern that is always niggling at the back of our minds because we don't want to go back home because the level of education just isn't the same as being in the classroom. I am very concerned about the impact on my future. Again, as I said before, with my exams, not being in school, I don't know what my exams are going to look like what my grades are going to come out as, which six forms I'm going to be able to go to, which universities, if I'm even going to be able to go to university in person. 
um, that's a major thing. I am very concerned also about getting a job, you know, going into a workplace, exposing myself to COVID-19 as well. I'm definitely very nervous about that. Hello. We are happy to announce the launch of this year's Community Heroes Awards. This is a chance for you to nominate a person, business or community group from your local area who you feel deserves recognition for the outstanding work they've been doing to help their community. Whether it's a young person who inspires their peers, someone who has gone out of their way to support their elderly neighbour, a community group that has helped out in local parks. We want to hear who your local heroes are and why you feel they deserve an award, but you need to act fast. The deadline to nominate is November the 9th, so go to richmond.gov.uk for more information and get nominating. And having heard about some of the concerns young people might be feeling right now, Deborah, what should a parent or a carer do if they're concerned for a young person in their life? One of the things you always want to say is to a parent, don't get anxious and don't panic yourself because that just makes a young person worse. But of course, you, you again, that you can't tell somebody not to feel the way they're feeling. But uh, it's something about trusting that young people have resources, trusting that they've got the capacities to deal with, you know, what's going on for them and to, to work it out. So it's not about coming in and being too advice giving or telling them what to do or telling, you know, giving them the impression that how they are is wrong, which is undermining. But it, it's, it's, I think if a parent can be open and curious and, and, you know, want to be involved and ask questions, that can help. And if they feel out of their depth, obviously, they, they can go for more specialist help, like somewhere like off the record. We're so lucky to have this service in our borough. Lydia, listen to this. Do you, do you have any tips for anyone listening? If you're a carer or a parent, validate your young your child's feelings. That's definitely something that I know a lot of my friends have struggled with, is their parents just don't believe what they're saying. They don't believe that they could be struggling with this mentally. And that's one of the most frustrating things, is that you feel these things. You don't know exactly know what they are. But your parents don't even think that what you're feeling is right when whatever you're feeling is always right because that's how you're feeling so that's one thing I would like a major thing I, I, I'm pleased to note that the new voluntary top-up council tax scheme for contributions on a voluntary basis um, will be going partly towards off the record yes no, that's right. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, we, we've been blown away, really, by the support we've had from, you know, local residents in this borough to to um, donate towards that that fund. And, you know, this year with coronavirus and everything happening, so we haven't been able to do our own fundraising in particular, it's going to be absolutely invaluable in, in enabling us to carry on and offer a full service this year. It, it's absolutely fantastic. And the level of generosity has really absolutely blown us away and it shows how much both off the record and mind are held in high esteem by residents and how much local residents are aware that young people's mental health is a really important priority. It was great to hear from Deborah and Lydia about how young people might be feeling right now and the support services that are available to them in this borough. Starting these conversations with a young person in your life might be challenging, but there are plenty of helpful organisations and services out there, like Off The Record, to offer a helping hand. Check the show notes below for further information on supporting young people's mental health. If you have any questions, email us on talk at richmond.gov.uk. Please, as always, do subscribe and leave a positive review.
would be very good for my well-being. I'm Jim Millard. Thanks for listening. Listener.